hello, it's me, Daniel K. Sorry, that wasn't a very welcoming introduction. Should I take it from the top? What do you reckon, listeners? Yeah, let's take it from the top together, huh? <coughs> hello, welcome to the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast. Fuck, that's better. Uh, the video game podcast in which I, Daniel K, play video games, uh, and I record the experience that I have into a microphone so that you can enjoy it vicariously. It's kind of like a YouTube Let's Play series, only it's not on YouTube, it's on a podcast. Uh, and you're listening to it right now, and, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna be presenting a brand new game for you, uh, today, listeners. A brand new AAA game title. <laughs> yeah, you've read the title already, you know what it is. <laughs> it's Fatty Bear's Birthday Surprise! A humongous entertainment game, same as, um, same as Putt-Putt. Uh, made in 1993, it's their second ever game. Uh, this game came out right after the uh, the the first ever Putt Putt game, which is not the Putt Putt game that I played. I played Putt Putt Goes to the Moon, which I think was Putt Putt Number Two, maybe. I think. Uh, but yeah, so Fatty Bear's Birthday Surprise, 1993, early humongous entertainment. Uh, this is one that I played as a kid, or at the very least, I played the demo. Because I do remember Fatty Bear. I remember Fatty Bear very well, and his weird whispery voice, and his red overalls, and his soulless eyes. What a creepy bear. What a creepy bear. Um, it's the whispering which really does it, I think. Uh, but, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, I will be diving back into this game for you listeners, and, and, and playing through it. Yeah, you know how this works, so let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. Oh, no, maybe before I start. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was going to try and do some stupid news item of, <laughs> about how my life is filling up a tiny little bit with busyness and things to do. So maybe my output will slow down slightly. But we'll see how I go. Um, let's get on with the video game. Let's play. Okay. Fatty Bear's Birthday Surprise. A humongous entertainment game. And here's the logo. Humongous Entertainment. There we are. Yahoo, 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 you. A big purple house. We're seeing a big purple house at night. You can tell it's night because of these horrendous crickets. <laughs> They're droning on. Oh, we're zooming in through the window. And we're looking like a peeping Tom. Ooh. Good night, Kayla. Good night, Kayla. We're looking through the window of this young girl. Who's going to sleep on the eve of her birthday. <laughs> so there's a little girl in bed, and uh, she has this bear in bed with her. She's gone to sleep. She loves Fatty Bear. It's very nice. <laughs> Fatty Bear jerks awake like a zombie, like some corpse reanimating. There's a lot of work to do before Kayla wakes up. I want to make her a big, beautiful birthday cake. Ever a be big, surprised. beautiful birthday cake. I'd better get busy, too. Oh. I've got a lot of decorations We're talking to, to a do. toy on a shelf now. I'm even going to make Kayla a happy birthday sign for her bulletin board. And this other doll oh, wants to Gretchen. help. That sounds Gretchen. Gretchen. I need to go to the kitchen and make Kayla's birthday cake. Fatty Bear, would you like some help making the birthday cake? I'm a heck of a cleaner-upper. <laughs> oh, yes. Speaking that to a small rabbit doll up in a high chair. Uh. Hello, cat. And the rabbit is using its long ears to fly around like a helicopter. This already seems a little weird to me. 
so we've seen one parent in that opening cinematic just then uh, one of Kayla's parents Kayla's dad popped his head into her room and said good night Kayla uh, we've got a special surprise for you tomorrow because it's Kayla's birthday and now night like Kayla's gone to sleep and suddenly f- uh, Freddie Fassbender is gonna uh, fix the entire surprise so there's gonna be two surprises her parents surprise and the bears surprise it seems like there's gonna be conflict in the surprises um you know, maybe not maybe that maybe it's fine all right so Freddie uh, uh sorry <laughs> fatty bear did I say Freddie bear I didn't mean to fatty bears birthday surprise that's what we're playing <clears throat> fatty bear is standing in the middle of uh, of this little girl's room uh, and it's a surprisingly dreary room for uh, for a room that belongs to a little girl the uh, walls are like lichen or like deep moss green. Uh, the ceiling is the green of, of algae, like the algae of a pool which has been left switched off for like three years. <laughs> and the, uh, her carpet is like ocean blue. Uh, and all the lights are off, so weird dark shadows are cast all over the room. It's really like dreary, it's like a cave underwater. <laughs> yeah. Um, and purple. All her fittings are purple. She has a purple bed, purple uh, chair, purple books, and purple, uh, uh, what you call them? It's the thing you draw over the windows. What is that? The curtains. Purple curtains she's got. Alright, and she's got a couple toys which are hanging around. There's Gretchen, the doll who we talked to, who looks like a Raggedy Ann doll, or like a maid, or a nun. A little nun doll. Gretchen said Gretchen was going to make a sign which says happy birthday, I think. Uh, there's also a moose, which looks exactly like Bullwinkle from the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. <laughs> Just a show I watched quite a lot of as a little kid, because my dad was a real weirdo who loved old cartoons. Uh, there's what looks like a gigantic Brussels sprout. Like a big toy Brussels sprout on this shelf of toys. Let's, 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 let's do the first click, shall we? Let's click on this Brussels sprout. Maybe Fatty Bear will walk up to the Brussels sprout, and we'll learn it's not a Brussels sprout. Let's, let's find out now. Click. It's walking over. Oh, we zoom in. Oh, it's a mini game. It's a mini game. Yeah, it is a Brussels sprout. That's what it looks like. And then I have a selection of uh, of uh, cartoon eyes and features, ears, noses, uh, mouths. And I can drag them onto the Brussels sprout to make a big Brussels sprout face. So how long do I want to do this for, listeners? All right, there's a moustache. Start with a moustache. Oh, it's a great big moustache. Yep. Click. That's a Brussels sprout with a moustache. There's a a nose here. A lot of these noses come with with little moustaches underneath them already. So this, yeah, sure. This Brussels sprout has two moustaches. Done. Uh, And... Oh, the nose sort of twitches when you leave it long enough. Let's drag a mouth under the moustache. Eh, big happy smiley mouth. This is a, a happy Brussels sprout. I like Brussels sprouts, listeners. Um, I never ate them as a kid. I only ate them as an adult. Or I would... Uh, what I like to do is I'll boil them for like five minutes and then I'll fry them for another five minutes. Or maybe like ten minutes. And they go sort of soft inside and crispy on the outside. It's really nice. Oh, really sad, tired eyes. I'll give it these really sad eyes. Bloodshot even. Grey. 
deep sunk eyes. Oh, it's a real nightmare. Great. I'm gonna leave this screen now. I think I've had enough of this Brussels sprout. If I zoom out, will my face be on it? No! It just... nothing changed. Nothing changed. That was just a fun little distraction for the kids. Good. Well, I was distracted. Uh, on the shelf with the Brussels sprout, there's Bullwinkle J. Moose, and there's a clown here. Let's talk to the clown. Hey, that <laughs> uh, oh, that was... <laughs> Shall we do it again? Was it going to say something equally as upsetting, but slightly different? Hey, that tickles. No! This game is no putt-putt. We get one thing. God damn. Let's talk to Bullwinkle J. Moose. Watch it. Uh-huh. Again? Watch it. Just the same thing. Watch it. Ah, uh, I'm kind of disappointed. There's no depth. Just one thing happens when you click. Let's talk to Gretchen. I'm making the letters for the happy birthday sign. Kayla will just love this. Yep, she's doing the thing I said she was doing. All right. Uh, let's click on Kayla. Maybe we can just wake her up and end this nightmare. Nope, I can't click on her. When I click on her, it's actually just clicking on the bed. And all the, uh, the bed knobs kind of bounce off the ends of the bedposts. There's a clock ticking above her. Alright. It's, uh, it, it's a, uh, a nervous, a nervous clock. Come on, it's so spät. Zeibuglisch. Uh, there's a rocking chair. Oh, what a surprise. It rocks when you click on it. There's a bookshelf. When you click on the bookshelf, nothing happens. There's a high chair that the rabbit used to sit in. <laughs> the uh, the tiniest possible movement imaginable occurs when you click on the, uh, the high chair. So I'll just let you imagine that. Oh, I should describe the interface a little, shouldn't I? So this is a point-and-click adventure game I'm playing. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I have a cursor which I can move across the screen, uh, which will uh, move Fatty Bear across the screen to wherever I click. I also have an inventory right down the bottom, and the inventory is stylized just like it was in the Putt-Putt game. In the Putt-Putt game it was my dashboard and my glove box where all the items were, were stored, and I could uh, click on the horn and the steering wheel and the radio. In this game it's, uh, it's Fatty Bear's um, overall pockets. Which are at the bottom. He's got like, he's got like a dozen pockets to his big overalls. Uh, yeah. So the interface, uh, the heads-up display down the bottom is is his overalls, and it's got big yellow buttons. That's pretty cool. I think I've uh, pretty much done everything I can in this room. There's nothing left. Let's exit through this uh, this door in the leftermost wall of the room. Let's exit. There we go. Click through the door. Screen is black. Ooh, here we are in a, quite a long, spooky hallway. Man, this is weird. It's really spacious. Like, man, it's spacious. It's wide. Uh, I've just come out of Kayla's room. Uh, I, I can tell it's Kayla's room because uh, it has a uh, a uh, slightly scribbly drawing on a big sheet of paper with Kayla's room written underneath it. It's a drawing of a smiley face, and that's been tacked up on her door. But then there are um, one, two, three other doors in this long corridor, and also a staircase downstairs. And all the light in this corridor is filtering up from uh, the the downstairs, and it's uh, 
the light is sort of playing through the banister of the stairs and uh, uh, and it casts these weird shadows all across the room and it's still in this like dark like bottom of the sea uh, kind of uh, colour scheme all like deep deep dark uh, moss green algae green uh, and weird blues and everything has at crazy angles too like if I suddenly found out this was a horror game, and when I walked past this door, some horrible thing like just burst out and tore me in half, I wouldn't be surprised given how this looks right now. And there's one tiny empty chair all the way off the like the the other end of the hallway to me, and I have to walk towards it. This this game could be terrifying. Um, oh, and there's a picture hanging up on the wall as well. It looks like a picture of a bear. Let's click on it. I can't see what the bear is holding. Something orange. Let's let's find out, huh? Oh, okay. So I clicked on the picture of the bear, and uh, it it animated. The bear reached into the orange thing, which it turns out was a a, a bag of chips, a pack out of crisps. Um, yeah, chips. <laughs> and it ain't one of the chips. That's like a Lay's or a Thin's, you know. Alright, um... So there are one, two, three, four places I could go. Downstairs or in any of these three other doors, which aren't Kayla's room. Let's just pick the nearest door. Because why not? Fady Bear walks down the hallway, we enter the door, and it's a study? <clears throat> yeah. There are bookshelves, uh... With one or two books in them, sure, but most of the bookshelves uh, are taken up by these wide open spaces with uh, with statues in them. I think this is a study, and there's like artworks hanging up on the wall, a little computer, no keyboard or mouse, just a monitor, uh, and a, a big purple rug in the middle. This is a nice looking house, actually. Now that I look at it here, like I mean, it, I mean, I know I've been saying it looks like a horror movie, and also it's coloured like it's at, at the bottom of the sea. But this particular room, maybe the deep, dark, wooden colour of the, the shelves and the statues kind of makes it nice. Let's click on this uh, bronze statue. Okay. The statue is of a mother and a baby, and a, the mother... Sta- <laughs> it's kind of weird how everything comes to life in this game, I'm not going to lie. Like, the, that baby and that mother, they, they live and they just sort of sit there, I guess, doing nothing, except the mother burps the baby every now and again. That was the sound you just heard. I have no doubt if I click again, it'll play the same sound. Oh! Oh, the first different thing just happened! Oh my god! The baby wasn't burped by the mother. The mother just rocked the baby and hummed. Is there going to be a third thing? Nope. Nope. The pat and the burp. Alright, there's another statue. This is of, like, a, um, a cherub with a bow and arrow. Okay. Yep. The, the, the cherub statue shot the arrow and it hit one of the paintings on the opposite wall. What a vandal. Let's click on some books. What are we doing here? Uh, I guess we're reading some books. Oh, the books fly around the room. <laughs> I get that same feeling I got when I first started playing Putt-Putt. Like, it doesn't matter what I do, it's all meaningless. It's all just colours and shapes moving across the screen to keep children, like, entertained for a few seconds. But, like, really young or incredibly dumb children. They're like, oh, the book is flying around! Like, why is the book flying around? What possible reason would a book have to fly around a room? Was it ghosts? Is the book alive itself? Is magic some kind of magic thing propelling the book? Uh, and what rel- what relevance does it have to our fat bear makes a cake story? None. Nothing. There's no reason for the book to fly around. 
but it did. And yeah, let's let's click on this monitor. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it shorted out and smoke came out of the monitor. Great. Let's click on the painting. A beach ball blew through the painting, even though it looks like it, the, the painting is of a sunrise over a mountain. Oh, maybe it was a... Oh, I think it was supposed to be the top of a hot air balloon. I'm guessing just from the context. Now let's leave this room. There's obviously nothing to do here. Once again, just like the Brussels Sprout minigame, it's just a distraction for kids to pad this game out. This is a paddy game, I get the feeling. Hey, if you're listening to this and you absolutely love Fatty Bear's birthday surprise, I'm sorry if I'm being critical of it. Uh, stylistically, this game is incredible. Like the pixel art and the character design, the environments, even the colours, even though they're disjointed and unsettling, it's pretty beautiful. Like if I had anything to do with this game, I'd be really proud of myself. Except if I worked in the story department, <laughs> in which case I'd hand in my resignation because I don't think I could live another day doing the job that I know I had failed at so miserably. Let's let's move on to the next uh, the next room in this hallway, this big wide empty hallway. And oh my gosh, this is awkward. I'm in the parents' room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the parents' room. Uh, they're asleep in their great big, uh, beautiful bed again with with purple sheets. It's quite a sparsely furnished room, listeners. There is a built-in wardrobe which is shut. There's the bed. There's a, a a clock in the corner. There's a waste paper bin, and then there is a box of tissues next to the bed, and that's it. And the box of tissues is prominent. Right in the in the forefront. If you remember in one of the uh, Katamari Let's Plays I did, uh, I, I pointed out a, a dumb little joke where there was a, a Katamari environment I was rolling through, uh, which was like a, some student's tiny little apartment. And all it was was trash on the floor and his laptop. And the laptop had like a box of tissues next to it. I pointed out that that was a masturbation job joke. I get the feeling that this might be... Yeah, maybe like the level the the, the level artist having a little joke with with themselves. <laughs> I put a big box of tissues next to these uh, these guys' bed. I'm implying that maybe the guy jerks off a bit. Maybe not. Maybe they just cry a lot. Maybe this family has undergone several personal tragedies. Maybe Kayla is the last of their children. I think maybe that was actually what the designers were going for, given the incredibly uh, dour <laughs> level design. These deep, depressing, dark blues, like everything is sunk to the bottom of the sea, and, and we're all moving through several tons of water. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, listeners, this is maybe a slightly late night edition of Daniel K's Let's Plays, because uh, I am I also lying here in bed. All the lights are out, I'm ready to go to bed. But I wanted to get an episode recorded because I was lagging behind, so I just pulled up the laptop. It's uh, it's half past 11 at night. I've got work tomorrow, I have to go clean some pools. But I figured, yeah, I'll, no- I'll knock the first part of this uh, Fatty Bear's birthday surprise episode out. So what can we do here in, the- in this parents' room? Let's click on the parents. Yeah, they snore. Uh, their bodies rise and fall rhythmically with their breathing. When I click on them, let's click on the tissues. 
<laughs> the tissue box sneezes the tissue into the waste part paper, you know, the trash can. Let's click on the clock. It's the cuckoo clock. Alright. Wait, should I be counting? Oh, shit. I didn't... I missed the opportunity. What? Well, what time was it? A fatty bear just shushed the clock after its after the umpteenth time it, it cuckooed. I should have been counting that. I don't know what time this game is set. It seemed kind of late, didn't it? Anyway. Uh, oh, uh, it looks like I can step into the wardrobe if I click on it. Goodness, it's dark in here. Oh. It's quite quite big, I guess. Okay, so F- F- Freddy... Uh, sorry, Fatty Bear. I always say Freddy. Fatty Bear has walked into this... Uh, Sort of storage closet. I can see like dressing gowns and clothes in one corner of the closet. It's mostly boxes and stuff. There's a little trampoline on the ground here, I guess, and there's some shoes and a tennis racket. Uh, let's explore the boxes uh, in the in this this parent's cupboard. Wonder what's in this cardboard box. Okay. Uh, Freddy has jumped on top of the stack of boxes. Uh, that's not really what I asked him to do. Let's see what happens if I if I click on the trampoline. Maybe he'll jump down onto the trampoline. Yes, that is what happened. Ah, oh, he jumped up onto one of the top shelves. Um, bows and ribbons. There's a big box marked bows and ribbons right on the top shelf <laughs> in the closet of this parent's uh, bedroom. It says bows and ribbons. And it says bows and ribbons. Ah, oh, he's reached inside and got a green it's ribbon. A one. He says it's a pretty one. Oh, there's a lava lamp in a box. Yep, the lava lamp animates. And there's a... What is this? A slightly formless paper bag up here. What's this got in it? A butterfly. Or a bow tie animated to look like it's a butterfly. It's a bit weird. Um, Alright, let's go down. Jump... Yep. <laughs> uh, Fatty Bear's jumping animation. Oh! <laughs> Man... I gotta say, Fatty Bear, the animation in this game is kind of frenetic. It's quite cartoonish and weird. Fatty Bear moves quite jerkily and uh, and dynamically through the environment. And the animators go off model a few times. So Fatty Bear looks completely different depending on what he's doing. Like if he's jumping or if he's just had a crash landing and he's recovering, he looks like a totally different animal. It's really weird. Um, yeah. Animators, stay on model a bit more. Let's leave this cupboard. Alright, we're back in the master bedroom. Let's leave these parents to their sleep. Exit to the big spooky corridor. There's one more room to explore. Oh, and as I walk across more of the corridor, this big wide corridor is revealed. And there is another door, which I haven't explored yet, which I didn't see the first time. So there are two unexplored doors, and then the downstairs. Let's finish exploring all these rooms, and then I'll go downstairs, and uh, I'll call it a day. A night, actually. Alright. Another thing which is different, another thing which I've just noticed, uh, Fatty Bear's scale changes drastically from from scene to scene, or from screen to screen. He's (laughs) He's now this tiny little bear and the door is towering above him. And I can see a, like a little mouse hole in the door, which I might be able to, to crawl through. 
Um, yeah, uh, Fatty Bear is just standing in front of this closed door. I, I haven't been able to explore it. So let, let's see what happens if we click on the mouse hole. Oh, mouse jumps out. Oh! <laughs> oh. Alright, I was waiting for the mouse to shut up, but I guess the mouse doesn't shut up. How do you feel about these noises, listeners? I feel pretty good about them. So what happened was the mouse, uh, a mouse came running out of the little mouse hole, and in its mouth, between it, in its mouse mouth, uh, it was carrying a golden key. Uh, and as I look more carefully at the door, I notice there is a keyhole in the door. So I, I guess I would have needed this if I had clicked on the door. Let's click on the key. Oh! Oh, shucks! The mouse just picked up the... The mouse just picked up the key and ran back in. I guess I need to give it some cheese or something? The door is locked. Yeah. Alright, this is our first puzzle. Great. Good. I'm glad. We need to find an item and use it in this unique situation to progress. Uh, good. I, I, I was waiting. I'm glad it's not just random colours and shapes moving across the screen that makes up the gameplay. Let's look at this, this last room, and then we'll call it a night. And then at the beginning of the next episode, we'll go downstairs. The bathroom! Okay, they got a big bath with a shower in it. The decor is green, like deep dark... Uh, moss green with purple spots uh, th that's what the walls are and then the tiles like what color tiles would you expect they're like dark gray tiles they're like a corpse's skin after a month this game is real dreary um, some tooth some toothbrushes up here let's click the Two brushes don't do very much, do they? There's a mirror, which doesn't do anything. There's a bathtub. Let's click on the bathtub. Nope, nothing. Click on the shower. Oh, that's weird. So the shower, instead of shooting out water, shoots out music. Uh, and when the music is played from the shower, uh, musical notes float through the screen in all kinds of different colours, and then they're sucked up through a, a, a vent in the top, a ceiling fan. Uh, there's a toilet here, obviously, but it's sort of cut off so you can just see, like, the front part of the bowl. Uh, there's a towel. The towel flaps. Oh, and there's a little hatch, like a little storage unit here on the side in the wall next to the door. Let's click on that. Maybe there's some items. Maybe there's some cheese that they keep in their hatch in the bathroom. Oh, it's a laundry chute. Fatty Bear's gone in the laundry chute. He's gone down. Oh, he's falling down. He's falling down a laundry chute. And here we are! We're in like a basement! Hey, I found the garage door opener. Okay, here we are in the basement. Now uh, we can get in the garage. Great! A fatty bear fell through a hatch in the ceiling of this basement into a laundry hamper. He bounced off the clothes and out of the hamper flew a, a garage door opener. And here, down in my inventory, tucked into one of the pockets is the garage door opener. And there's also the green ribbon which I picked up. So here I am in the basement. Uh, once again, it's like deep, dark, dreary blue color. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 so dark this game. Uh, and there are uh, there are washing machines and a dryer down here. There's a boiler and there's some old boxes 
Yeah, I'm gonna need to try and figure out a way to get out of here. But that will need to wait until next time I play Fatty Bear's Birthday Surprise. Uh, tune in then, listeners. Thanks a lot for uh, thanks for coming with me and uh, and playing this fun game and listening to this fun game be played. I'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good night, everyone. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. No editing tonight. I'll edit some other time. Good night. Good night. <clears throat> Hi everyone, how's it going? It's me, Daniel K. I hope you liked the episode. Uh, I liked playing it a lot. I- I'm enjoying Fatty Bear. Um, it was kind of a short one, uh, as far as the average length of my episodes go, so I thought I'd tack on a Daniel K. recommends here. Last night, uh, me and my wife went to see two Studio Ghibli movies, back to back. One I've never seen before, uh, The Wind Rises, and one which I have watched uh, at least once a year for the last... 10 or so years of my life Porco Rosso, my favourite film uh, which I grew to love after watching it with my dad as a kid uh, again and again uh, and I still love it now so one I knew I would love and I did, it was great in the cinema just like it's great at home I love Porco Rosso a lot uh, but The Wind Rises I think I'm going to recommend you watch The Wind Rises um, yeah, I didn't know anything about it apart from that it was a biography about a a Japanese guy who designed planes and then I went in to watch it and so there were several <laughs> there were several scenes where I was like oh my god where is this going what what the hell is about to happen now oh my gosh uh, it was it was pretty great and yeah you should check out The Wind Rises I liked it a lot I like looking at all the pretty planes and all the really really beautiful animation um and the craziness. Oh, it's a crazy movie in places, and I like that a lot. It's it's bananas. Um, yeah. So there. Watch The Wind Rises. Uh, you can watch Porcarosso too if you want. Uh, it, it, it's a good movie. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll leave it at that. I could just start talking about Porcarosso and go on and on and on about it. How I love it. How I love every bit of it. The first, second, and third acts. <laughs> the introduction to Porco Rosso and the Adriatic and all the seaplane pirates uh, in the beginning and then uh, his trip to Italy in the middle where he has to get his, his pretty red Savoia S21 fixed uh, by Piccolo, the engineer and his granddaughter Fio and then the third act, which is a stroke of genius in my opinion where he fights the Texan Curtis played by the Dread Pirate Roberts uh, and the way that that fight escalates through several different stages and all the characters sort of tangle themselves up uh, in pretty entertaining ways. Uh, yeah, I love it all. And I love that. I love both the baddies as well. The seaplane pirates and, and Curtis the Texan. They're, they're, they're all, like, pretty respectable and nice and likable once you get to, like, know them. Uh, in a way that isn't corny. Like, you can tell, okay, yeah, they're kind of dicks. <laughs> this guy's like a big, brutish, uh, loud, violent oaf, uh, but he's ultimately likable in his own way. And then uh, Curtis the Texan is <laughs> is a sh- pretty much a, a chauvinistic child in a, a huge, handsome man's body, but you can still like him very much. He uh, is never bitter. He doesn't hate. He's just, yeah, misguided in in a in a very simple way. Uh, and Porco Rosso is an amazing character who I love. Uh, so yeah, there's two Daniel K recommends. Uh, 
Um, the Wind Rises is much more of a of a dramatic film than Porco Rosso is. Porco Rosso is very much a romp, you know. Uh, but the wind rises can be very serious and touching in places uh, so don't go into it expecting like uh, joke after joke it, it's very funny in places I, I laughed aloud in the cinema at a couple weird lines where it seemed like the characters said something that I was thinking right then at that moment in the most perfect way um, yeah I think I think that's it I've padded out this episode enough and I've given two uh, two Daniel K recommendations oh no, no I'll keep it at one I recommend you watch The Wind Rises uh, I am still gonna keep Borcarasso to myself nobody should watch it only I am allowed to like it It it's my movie it's mine it's just me and my dad watching Borcarasso yeah alright thanks everyone um, and I'll I'll see you I'll see you next time I play a video game on the Daniel K. Let's Plays podcast. Uh, bye. <laughs>